tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm! How are you guys? And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to. Right. There we go. Thank you, guys. Uh, joining me, as always, my partner in crime. He's part of a hit new Hispanic show called We Don't Smoke the Same. Xavier Guerrero. What's up? Guys, uh, I hear We Don't Smoke the Same is up for a Weedy Award. Oh, yeah, dude. We, we, we're, we're top notch. Top notch. Snoop Dogg can't handle. Yeah. People are talking about They love it. If you want to hear about Latinos smoking weed, talking about voodoo, go check out. One black guy. And uh, an African-American. You're right. Okay? An African-American smoking the ganja and talking about conspiracies. Check out We Don't Smoke the Same Available wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you watch them as well. And on the ones and twos, he's a young Christian warrior. He's debating whether his Hornets should take Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Please welcome Johnny Woodard. Tough choice, man. Tough choice. Tough choices, Johnny. A lot of people are talking about the latest episode of Broken Simulation. A lot of people are calling it the gold standard of podcasting. What do you think about that? I would say it's more like the uh, the copper standard for podcasting not quite the gold standard and as you know we need copper worthless. for electricity so it is fire okay exactly yeah youtube.com slash sam triple comedy it's also on the audio podcast apps and crackhead sell copper so it's worth something okay <laughs> that's, that's all i gotta yeah. say yeah they stole it from our farm wow, they, they stole it from our podcast. right out of the walls Whoa. unbelievable unbelievable guys i real quickly want to say shout out to everybody in philadelphia shout out to all the conspiracy smoke shows that showed up i was blown away at the beautiful angles of everybody <laughs> dude this one couple showed up they like they they just started talking like he, he started hitting they met and they bonded over the fact that both of them Listen to Tim Fall Hat. Oh, dude, that's a great bond. I'm like, and you could just tell it works. Dude, that's that's three hours you can hang out with your your, your lady. Yeah, your lady. Making love, together. listening to me talk conspiracies. <laughs> and if they get married, they should invite us all to it. I don't want to put. He probably like, dude, come on. But I'm telling you, you could just see it work. There was great energy. They both were incredibly good looking. You know he's going to get a hard on when he into hears conspiracies. A lot of couples at the show. I'd like to watch have sex. I'll tell you that right now. I'd love to watch you hit it, sir. Uh, but thank you guys for coming out. I have some shows coming up. Uh, I will be in St. Louis at Helium's December 3rd through the 5th if it goes. And so far, the club said they think it's happening. I'm bringing out my good friend, Howie Dewey. Yes, that's his real name. And I'm excited to be there. And I hope you guys come out and rock, man. And then in December, I believe it's the 15th and the 16th. Let me make sure of those dates. Uh, nope, excuse me, 18th and 19th, I will be at the Dojo East in Morris Plains, New Jersey. So check those out. And those 
are my dates. Guys, uh, I'm really excited about all the... Oh, first of all, the t-shirts sold like hotcakes in uh, Philadelphia. I thought they... You're like Joe Biden there for a second. I had a real brain fart there. Come on, man. Philadelphia, my my circuit, short-circuited. And uh, these t-shirts did really well. Dude, I cannot believe how well... Fuck your blue check mark, did. And if you couldn't buy one there, you can always go to tinfoilhattshirts.com, grab a couple t-shirts. We got a new one about to drop called Are You Not Entertained? <laughs> that will be there. And then, uh, guys, we got mugs. We got shirt. We got mugs. We got hats. We got socks. And that's at tinfoilhatswag.com. Okay? I know. I know. It's all over the place. I am working now with a gentleman to put everything under one umbrella. So don't worry. Just stick with me, okay? Now, guys, a lot of stuff is going crazy on the Patreon. People are talking. Uh, if you go to patreon.com, tinfoil hat, it's a great way to support my children, okay? Support the kids. Go to patreon.com slash tinfoil hat. And I'm doing daily doses there, man. I'm giving you three to four every uh, week of uh, just me talking about what's going on in, in the world. I also do a lot of Q&A on there, so you can join me and ask me anything you want. And I do get a very good relationship with everybody on there. We're all on first-name basis, so if you want to be BFFs with me, it's a great way to connect. And I also have a spiritual podcast. Uh, it's called Zero with Sam Tripoli, and it's available on Rockfin. You will also, here's real quick, guys. If you're looking for the podcast on YouTube, it's not going to be there till January at this point. So you can find it a couple places. One will be brokensimulation.com. The other place will be, and it will be for free, on rockfin.com. There we go. Okay? That's what I'm talking free about. Free on there as well. And then it will also be on BitChute. So that's where we're uploading them all. So, again, if you want my spiritual podcast, and it's just basically what I'm doing is talking to people about how to change your life, how to deal with the world that we live in right now, and how to change your life. And I really love it. And it's at rockfin.com slash zero. So check that out. Uh, One more thing. Yeah, uh, we're starting a Discord. Everyone's been complaining about getting a Discord. We have a Discord. Then why can't, where can they find it? Okay. So I have a Discord for the Patreon. I'm going to talk to Jimmy the Lip. He runs the Patreon, him and not Eric Dubay. Definitely not Eric Dubay is his name. They run it. How and many people work for this operation? I don't, I've never, I've never hey, met either dude, of those different guys. department. You don't have to talk to them. Okay? I know. It's just amazing how many. I, I, I hear names all the time, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that guy. Well, me, Johnny, I don't know. you're local celebrity. You should get to know people. God I'd damn. Lo- I'd this love guy's to, trying to dick down everybody who comes on the show, <laughs> who, who likes the show. You I'd, don't even know anybody. I'd love to meet a Bugsy Malone, or what, what was his name? Jimmy the Lip. Jimmy the Lip. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what? Jimmy the Lip. Harry And the... definitely not Eric Dubay. Do you give these people their name? No, that's their name, and they, <laughs> I respect their names. And then we have local celebrity Jamie Sta. And then the Discord Another is one? what? Jamie Sta is just a, a friend of show. And then Please. how do we get to the Discord? Okay, I will get the link. Okay. It's coming, people. It's coming, people. It's coming, people. That's the only way my my, my show is going to grow is by this guy uh, getting everybody pregnant. (laughs) Guys, uh, we have a great show for you. We are talking to Hotep Jesus. It is a wonderful conversation. I hope that you guys enjoy it. 
Uh, so please enjoy the show, and I hope to see you in St. Louis. Okay, let's get into it. You guys have asked for it, and here we are, man. You know, we listen. We hear the people. We give the people what they want. Uh, this guy's easily one of our most uh, requested guests on the show, so it's an honor and a privilege to have him on. Uh, you know, some shit went down on Friday. We won't get into it, but, you know, could make it happen, so he's nice enough to show up on Monday. So we really appreciate the he's here uh, all together here. So uh, please welcome Hotep Jesus. How are you, brother? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. And man, I'm really excited to have you on the show. You are by far one of our most requested guests. So it's cool that we can finally make it happen. And uh, welcome to Tim Foil Hat, man. I appreciate it, man. Love the name, man. Tim Foil Hat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, believe it or not, it, I chose it because I wanted it to be the NWA of conspiracies you know names it's like what is the one thing that people demonize all the time i just wanted to take it back and uh so now people like that's how i found the show so it works out so before we get into it obviously all of our listeners probably know who you are but for those who don't can you tell us uh where we can find you a little bit about yourself yeah my the best place to find more about me personally is brian sharp.co b-r-y-n-s-h-a-r-p-e.co uh has a library of my books uh has a collection of my uh tech companies and other information you can uh subscribe to my email list and get my updates on everything happening in and around me uh paul's no homo <laughs> hey dog full homo who cares we're all in this together um so so you you talk about uh, te- well real quick for uh all the white people out there what is hotep hotep is uh an ancient metal netter word or ancient egyptian or ancient Canadian uh term which means peace or satisfaction to be at rest um it, it the uh actual uh script is a diamond over uh, a horizontal line and um the conscious movement i would say out of the 70s and 80s was using this as a greeting or an exit you know good morning good night we say hotep uh and then right around the time mike brown trayvon martin all them got murdered um there was a, a, a very clear divide online between the black liberals and us quote unquote hoteps and they kept calling us hoteps because we come with a very conservative look on things it's like i'm not really in the business of complaining about white people it's like if white people are a problem it's like all right what am i gonna do right and they were more or less like oh we gotta call out white privilege and you know all this other stuff so when i was like yo just start up your own black business do your thing they're like oh well capitalism's rooted in white supremacy and you're a hotel and it's just like all right whatever so, so interesting. It, yeah so it got turned into a pejorative we flipped it made it something great and exalted the term so here we are so it is like tinfoil hat. You took it back. That's kind of what you did right there. Much respect. Yeah. So I, I do. We, we've talked about this a lot on, on the show, and you hear it said uh, all over the place. I, I, I don't know if you would consider yourself black conservative, but those black conservatives, uh, I, the one I see them kind of as the new punk rock because I feel like there's been kind of this, this psyop done over a long period of time. To uh, you know, the 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 for us by us, I think is, is like what at first look is very you know yeah man we should we should shop and support our own community, but then it also becomes like 
we're going to have our own niche over here. And I don't, I personally believe America's greatest asset is our diversity and they have weaponized it to, so that everybody tr- gets tribal. And I think that it doesn't, isn't what we're supposed to do. I think we're supposed to all learn from each other and almost like in uh, like MMA or, or Bruce Lee's JKD, you know, you take the best of this thing, you take the best of what works and bam, you make this kind of wonderful blend of everything. And I think Americans of all races and creeds and all that stuff, we're trusting people and these people that have that we think we chose as our leaders. I think sometimes an invisible force has come to choose them kind of corrals us into this certain area that maybe isn't the best for everybody, but really good for them. Am I off on anything on that? Um, well, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a black conservative. Um, although there are things that we are in alignment with, um, and, and as no just to black conservatives, we, we are definitely and clearly hotep. Um, I'm cool with a lot of black conservatives. I'll be appearing on a black conservative uh, um, interview uh, podcast uh, soon. And so, you know, uh, I love what they're doing. I love what some of the black conservatives do. And I think the difference between black conservatives and Hotep, or I, I should just say me personally, is I don't believe in the existence of the state and they kind of want to work with the state. And I'm just like, yo, ignore them. Like, Fuck them, <laughs> because uh, I mean the the United States of America, the corporation has never been was never created for common people. You know, uh, it was never created for working class people. When you look all through the history of the United States of America, they've never done right by any people, white or black. Um, you know, um, even I'm not gonna get into that, but um, yeah, it's just it's, it, it, you know. Uh, the founding fathers of this nation were all affluent. They all had loyalty to the crown. They, they, they really were trying to create a place that they could own and they could govern. Um, and the creation of uh, the constitution and the bill of rights was really the first step towards communism. In my opinion, it was centralization of power and putting everything under the federal government. So, you know, I don't see if the country started out that way, I don't see how, you know, 400 years plus later, we're expecting something different to happen. You know, 300 years later, I don't see why we're expecting something different of something that was never meant to be for common folk. Um, white people have been done wrong. Um, freedom of speech has always been threatened. You know, we look at like the Comstock hack and so on and so forth. So I don't know what these people see in the government or why they want to work with it. I support them, though, because just because I don't see what they see doesn't mean that they shouldn't continue to do what they're doing. Maybe there is something that they can do in the government. But as far as politics is concerned, I think the, the best bet is to focus on local government. That's where all the power is, you know, and and, and and take that stuff over and not really so much trying to go for some of these federal seats. Is there a, a spiritual aspect to that as well in that – you know, for me personally, I, I'm asking a question that I have my own personal answer to, but I'd love to hear your point. Is like nobody's coming to save you. It's like there, there's this thing where where everybody is trying to change something that I don't know if it could ever be changed. I don't, I don't know if there's ever going to be a, a, a finishing line, an end zone, a, 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 some sign that we have achieved this thing that everybody wants. And maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe no matter how hard you charge, the carrot is always three feet in front of you. 
So is there a spiritual aspect to what you're talking? Not just a historical one, but a spiritual one where nobody's coming to save you. Is, do you have that view at all? Yeah, hell yeah. That's exactly what it is. Nobody's coming to save you. Stack your chicken, invest your money, <laughs> and, and take care of your own. You know, take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your soul, take care of your family. And keep it pushing, man. You know, the problem is people aren't doing that. And that's why the government has a ability to impose its will on us. That's why the state has the ability to impose its will on us, because we're not acting in accordance to the spirit. We're not acting in accordance to God. If we were, they wouldn't have to create these laws and they wouldn't have to impose the state wouldn't have to impose their will. But what the state does is they use the few exceptions of us that are deviated from God's plan to create an excuse to install laws and other reasons to affirm the state. I think it's, it's all about do for self, man, look after yourself. And, and like I said, I'm not, some people were like, Oh, you know, uh, we should destroy the system. And I'm like, I kind of like the system <laughs> in, in many ways. Like it, it works for me. Right. Um, what I'm interested in is using the system to create my own system, to make the old system obsolete. And then we can just move to a new system. It's just an upgrade, right? Um, so I, I'm not interested in, like, destroying the system or tearing any of this stuff down. I'm just very interested in making it obsolete and irrelevant. Guys, I want to tell you about our good friends at Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, guys. The holidays are going to look a little different this holiday season, so why not mix up your go-to drink or cocktail as well with a little Peanut butter whiskey from Screwball. Okay, Screwball peanut butter whiskey is the ultimate duo of two American favorites, American whiskey and peanut butter flavor. Bam! That's for you, my friends, okay? Screwball tastes amazing by itself or at 70 proof. Enjoy neat, on the rocks, or as a shot. Now, here's what's happening. Screwball is the original original, and most awarded peanut butter whiskey. is now available near you, okay? Pick up Screwball at your local store or get it delivered today. Ready to get screwed? I know this guy over here <laughs> is, if you're attractive, he will hit it, okay? Go to screwballwhiskey.com for more information and click the buy now, okay? Please drink responsibly. Advertisement by Screwball Spirits, LLC, San Diego. California whiskey with natural flavors, 35% alcohol by volume. Enjoy screwball whiskey. Enjoy the rest of the show. There is, uh, you know, everything has warts to it. Nothing's going to be perfect. We, you know, there's so many opinions putting, you know, into the development of anything that it's never going to come out 100% perfect for everybody. But there is a system that was in place that at one point, uh, it helped a lot of people while, you know, some people were getting uh, de- de- uh, disenfranchised. So there's there's this, you know, it's when we talk about the country, we talk about the system, we, we talk about, uh, you know, we can get into uh, institutional racism. Obviously, we have a situation where our drug laws, uh, we had a Joe Biden wrote a uh, crime bill made crack a nugget of crack worth a helicopter's worth of a cocaine right i mean because Mm. everybody writing the bill was doing blow so they didn't want to really hit themselves um but how funny that when biden goes well if he wins presidency uh oregon just said fuck it bring all drugs over here i do think Mm -hmm. that's interesting i want to get into that as well so when we talk about the institutional racism of uh you know that crime bill Sometimes I go, okay, man, yes, there's a lot of people who are incarcerated. And as a guy who struggled with drugs, 
and has spent time in jail shortly, a night, but it is a night uh, doing dr- uh, game busted buying drugs. Um, I, I think sometimes we focus on the, the, the things that went wrong. And sometimes we don't go, well, if this percentage of the population is in jail, what about this percentage that didn't go to jail? What did they do? How do we, how do we lead by an example of what to do instead of focusing on what not to do? Yeah. And yeah. the culture. Well, let's, let's, let's tackle institutional racism because this is a very funny topic. So let's say we make this simple and we create racism from a conservative and racism from a liberal. Racism from a conservative is inept. It's like harmless. It's like, all right, they might call you an N-word, right? <laughs> and and call you a monkey, right? And it's just like, well, sticks and stones may break my bones, whatever. But liberals are actually the institutionalized system of racism. They are the ones that control the technology companies, the large corporations. The large corporations aren't conservative for the most part. For the most part, they're all liberal. So when we talk about black people not being able to get jobs, well, guess who's not hiring them? A white liberal. Then you have the, uh, the, the racism of low expectations. For example, when I worked with white liberals, you know, I'm a computer geek. And the lady was like, oh, do you not use a mouse? Do you not do this? And it's like, like, lady, you think just because I'm black, I'll not work a computer. <laughs> hey, it's like, this is this is what's wrong with them. And and then, I mean, we can get into the 94 crime bill and, and, and the mismanagement of urban communities by the Democrats. And when we look at that, it's like, well, y'all complaining about racism and then y'all voting in the same political party that created all this mess. Y'all voting in historically the same political party that was hanging you, the same political party that told you at the polls, you have to vote a certain way. Back in the day, under Jim Crow, the white liberals, the Democrats, Dixiecrats, would actually force your hand with the vote, which reminds me of if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, just less violent. But these are the same people, for example, I've been blackballed from leftist media. Now, I've been on like the number one podcast in Bitcoin, number one podcast in the world, Joe Rogan. I've been on all these different platforms. White liberals just act like I don't exist. <laughs> that, and, 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 and they own the mainstream media institutions. But there's only a certain type of black person they'll allow, and allow in to the club. And that's the one going along with the Marxist socialist progressive agenda. They're the gatekeepers to your success in America runs through the white liberals. And then when you say, yo, I'm thinking about voting for Trump. They're like, oh, you can't do that because you're black. It's like, OK, Dixie Crat, do you want to hang me, too, for my? I get that, dude. I totally get that, man. When Chelsea Handler said that. I was like, how unaware of yourself are you to say that? I just don't get it, man. I I just don't get it. I feel bad for the black celebrities. I'm in touch with black rappers, black sports, black, uh, I mean, athletes, black entertainers. They reach out to me and we speak offline. They are literally in a prison 
they cannot speak their mind because they will lose their source of income. Yeah. Well, look at Kanye West. No, look at the NBA. Yeah. I mean, yes. Kyrie Irving's like, oh, I think the world's flat. And Boom. hell fire <laughs> fell down on that guy. So didn't Steph Curry. Steph Curry just, I think, tip, I forget what he was talking about. He got pounded on for stepping out of line. Dude, yeah. I thought the metal community would handle it a little bit fucking better. Then, oh, then. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, for, uh, for Steph. Fa- for yeah. Steph Tone. I thought they'd handle it a little bit better. They're punk rock. Oh, yeah, they're rock, crazy. Yeah. He got mad shit. That those the comments were. It's the most comments they've had bots, in a long time. Man, they're Unreal. all bots. But yeah, man, it is like you see that. No, that's real. Eric July. I don't know if you've ever spoken to Eric July, but that's another brother you should probably have on this podcast. Eric July is a brother that does rock music. Him and his band were ostracized from the whole entire rock scene because of his political beliefs. And in my head, I'm thinking like rock would be the one place that would mm-hmm. be pro-Trump. That's yeah. supposed to be like anti-mainstream. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's supposed to be like free thought. I thought rock was, at least back in my day, it was. And now it's like, damn, y'all conquered that. The liberals conquered that space too. <laughs> They're everywhere. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Chuck D, who I consider to be one of the greatest front men ever of all time. Like, in the Mick Jagger, in that, like, those guys kind of discussion. When you see him, dude, you're like, this guy's a legend. Oh, if I see a Trump sign in front of your house, I, I know you're a racist. I go, I go, dude, I get it, man. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm 48. He's probably older than that. And it's like they flipped the game on us because growing up, I thought the R's were for the, the big business and the D's for the little people. And they... They, That's not we true. learned, man, when we pulled the sheet, the the fucking curtain back, that it's two birds of the it's two wings of the same bird. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, that- it reminds me of uh, New Jack City when um he was about to shoot G Money, my brother's keeper. That's how I felt unfollowing Chuck D. I was like, <laughs> damn, Chuck, they got you too. Ah, I got to hit the unfollow button. I can't sit here and watch the legends go down like this, man. I had to do, I had to unfollow people too. I just can't do it. And because I want to keep loving you, I got to unfollow you. Right. That's exactly what it is. I don't want to hate you and I don't want to argue with you. I understand you've been zapped by the brainwash machine. But I gotta, I gotta let you go, bro. I gotta let you go. It's, it's really we're in a sad state of affairs, um, and I'm just speaking for Black people right now. But well, even globally, for, well, even globally for Mexicans, as well. even for Mexicans, Biden shows up and plays Despacito. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's that supposed to do, too? Like, really? And he just moves around for two Who seconds. Who sings that? Uh, it's not even a Mexican. It's, it's a Latin it's Pitbull, dude. right? No, it's not Pitbull. I think it's um. Bad Bunny or something like that, but Bad Bunny <laughs> shady as shit. By the way, yeah, you see some of the design logo, the logos shit on his shit. Yep, unbelievable. Close to, close to the island, Luis Luis uh, Fonzi. Yeah, Luis Fonzi. That guy sings that Despacito song by Joe Biden. Yeah, but like he just comes Wait, on Daddy there. And, yeah, he just comes on there and plays Despacito, and he's supposed to just get all our votes. It's so interesting. It's like the hot sauce comment, you know? Oh like I got God. hot sauce in my purse, like. <laughs> And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm seeing black people. You know, the problem with, with, with black people I have is it's like, fine, you want to vote for a pedophile and criminals and people have done you wrong. I right, whatever. Just be stupid in your own space. What kills me 
is when they see me do me and they be like, how dare you not vote for a pedo? How dare you not vote for the people that are human trafficking? It's just like, bro, yeah. how you going to tell me what I should do when you're the one literally voting for the criminals that destroyed your community? Equality you, is equal, equal, uh, equal ability to choose. I mean, you yeah. should be able to choose whatever you want and what, what, I mean, whatever you want to say about Trump and I'm a, I get called Trump tart all the time and I'm not, but whatever you could want to say about that dude, the, 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 the brainwashing, uh, is, is gone. I mean, like we, he has exposed so much of what goes on behind the, the curtain. And that is the, the mainstream media is garbage, okay? The two-party system is garbage, okay? And I said, man, we, he destroyed the DNC, and it's looking like he's destroying the, 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 the Republicans as well because all these guys aren't coming forward. Fox News is, done. is just, it's like the final scene of Fight Club where he's just mm-hmm. watching all those buildings just collapse. <laughs> and I'm like, we're watching Fox News die in real time. He's gonna have his own media network. Just Maybe that's the end result, and he's like smart. But dude, whatever. It's all an exposing of it, and it's like it's not really about liberalism, which is what we were told was live and let live. Yeah, I mean, when we look at 2016 and we looked at our options, Trump and Hillary. I, you know, I was thinking to myself, oh, okay, you know, I mean, this might be the chance where black people just don't look at the don't look at the Democrat Party, right, or just decide not to show up. Man, these people were out here advocating for Hillary. I'm like, yo, Haiti wants her head. Like, <laughs> Haitians, if they catch her in Haiti, bro, after what she did post-hurricane, post-earthquake, um, uh, are you serious? Are you serious? Like, I can't, you know, I can't say the specifics because keywords, and I don't want to get your platform taken down and all of that. But go look into that, what happened. Like, she's literally, and she's called the super predators and all this other stuff. Married to a racist, they they Hillary Clinton and her husband used a loophole to have black folks remove um um black prisoners work on their on their on their plantation. I'm I'm calling it a plantation, but their property. Yes, prisoners. So they literally had modern day slavery. People talk about, oh, did you watch the documentary Thirteenth? Yeah, the loophole was expo- was exploited by Hillary Clinton. They had. Black people, prisoners working at their home. This is like modern day plantation. And these people allowed the media. And the one thing I liked about Trump was he said fake news. I'm like, God damn, this, shit, this the first time I heard somebody in a powerful position say this. He's my guy right there. I don't care. You know, uh, fake news. Yes, because I've always said that the media is the problem. That's why I was a big fan of Alex Jones for so long, because I'm like, this is like anti-media. It's something alternative to what we're going to get. And I watch people like, like when they talk about Trump, I'm like, where'd you get that from? Oh, you know, the, the news, you trust the news now. Because before Trump, you were telling us about how the media, how they portray black people as animals, as yeah. criminals. Yeah. And now this is the same media you trust to get your information on who to vote for. Who are you allied with right now? Yeah, it's just it's disgusting, bro. It is crazy. And the uh, mental gymnastics you have to do, like I said before, the most black mirror shit I've ever seen in my life is black people celebrating Biden and Harris, man. Oh, no, 
Oh I yeah, those oh, black God. guys singing. I know we've talked about it. those dude, black they guys were singing. singing amazing. Great, I'm amazing. Like, I'm like, dude, do you know who you're singing for? <laughs> I just don't get it, no. man. Mental gymnastics was when I saw Candace Owen and Cardi B go at it. I was like, what the? F-? And I was so entertained. I was so entertained, but they were at it, and it's like two different people. It's like, what the fuck? Why are they even talking to each other? I love other? that Jose Masvidal. Right. What did he call her? Did you ever hear what he called what? her? Some oh, Spanish name? Ho- Jose Masvidal? Yeah, I don't he know what call- he called he her. He called her some like probably hoochie or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, that's why it's like people want to believe that Joe Biden won this. It's just like, you guys are so willing to destroy even the, the most Someone in this building thinks he won. Yeah. There's a guy on the ones and No, 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 no. One of us <laughs> thinks that he's going to be sworn in. I've been saying they cheat to win the whole time, but I said they were going to effectively win. He's going to be sworn in as president. Uh, you know, there's this notion, and, and you, you prescribed to this a little bit, Johnny. Brian Callen 100% thinks that this is what happened, that people hated Trump so much that they flooded the, the, the uh, voting boxes for him, and that's why this giant turnout happened. But that narrative didn't happen anywhere else in the, in the, in the four years before that. Meaning anytime anyone went really hard against Trump or politically correct, their ratings just fell out and their fucking earnings went away. There wasn't one place where that narrative played off. If you're telling me that there was this giant blue wave of hatred for Trump, why is MSNBC's ratings dead? Why is everybody... Why did Nike's fucking earnings crash and burn well what about the 2018 midterms though where the democrats uh made all those gains well in the now house? we're I mean- starting to find out about this 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 voting shit guys let me tell you about our friends at proactive the number one acne brand in america for adults 18 to 34 who has that acne i've had bad acne you know i they give me a read to do and I could do the read if you want, but I really just want to tell you that. And I say this every time, and I really do mean it. Proactive, 100% saved me from when I had giant welts on my face. I had huge welts. I was really embarrassed. And my last hope was to get proactive, and it saved me. I'm not, I, I, I could read the script, and it's great. I can, but it's really proactive works, man. And I 100% still use it. And I, and if you're having acting problems, and sometimes I see people who have really bad acne, and I just want to go, man, have you tried proactive? I, I did it for a friend of mine, and she tried it, and it really helped her. And I, I would like to do it. I don't want to overstep myself, but it's like proactive is, is 100% works, okay? Proactive combines gentle skin care painted with uh paired with the best acne treatment for your skin proactive. okay the three proactive has three different uh systems designed for your skin type okay we got proactive solutions that's the original system suitable for all skin types proactive plus for sensitive skin types and then proactive md prescription strength for stubborn breakouts and you know i, I mean it worked for me 100 percent Work for me. So here's what's going to happen. Right now is a great time to try Proactive. For our podcast listeners, that's you, Swarm. You get a, an exclusive offer av- only available by going to proactive.com slash Sam. Proactive subscribers will receive their hydrated duo as a free gift. That includes four hydrogel masks and the green 
Tea Moisturizer. I love that stuff. I put it on my face. makes me feel like a champ. Okay? You also get free shipment. Again, visit Proactive.com slash to take advantage of the special offer for now. That's Proactive.com slash Sam and subscribe for to clear skin. I love it, man. I can't recommend it em- em- enough. That is an honest, honest, honest pitch to you guys. So eh, enjoy the rest of the show. But yeah, I mean, like the famous saying is uh, go woke, go broke. And I like it doesn't make sense with Biden. Yeah. You know, here's the thing I want to explain about the voting. Right. Especially when we talk about midterms, Uh, those votes are already accounted for. Um, I had Haywood, uh, Jordan Haywood on my channel last Friday, and he explained all this stuff to me. He works for the Republican Party and has been working on this stuff since he was 12. He's been in Republican kids, you know, uh, black guy too. PA. And and when we look at, for example, Kim Klasik, I believe she was running for Elijah Cummings' seat. We have to understand that the people that vote for these seats are already accounted for. For example, let me see how I can explain this. Let's say you have uh, 600 voters that vote every year Democrat. When Elijah Cummings passes away, those 600 people are automatically going to vote for the new blue guy, right? They just press a button, send an email, say, here's the guy we're voting for this year. And, and they're like all old ladies. And you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's pretty much the dominant demographic. These old women who show up, they run the polls, and they, they're the main ones voting. The battle has to be won with people who don't vote. And that's where a lot of the Republicans have failed, they, they haven't targeted the people who aren't voting. They went after the people who are voting. The people who are voting have already made up their mind before they even see a debate. And, and that's that's how the midterms are run, the midterms and this stuff. And there is, he explains uh, a lot about how there's a vote curing and how some of that stuff can fix elections, so on and so forth. So there, that stuff, it's not a question of can elections be rigged. They are rigged every year. Like that's just known inside um, political circles. In fact, when they have planning meetings, they plan for the fix. And this is pre-Trump. This is this is generational. Um, and he talks about how JFK won because of rigged voting. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what's that? Yeah, uh, they, that was very famous. That's almost part of the reason he got take took it out. It's because the people who helped rig it for him, Susie got in. His brother said, "Nah, we're going after you guys." They're like, "Whoa, dog, we don't play like that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the mob, um, man. What'd you say? That was the mob. He did it to the mob. If anybody didn't know the story for the younger people, he t- he got elected by the mob, and then he his brother went after the mob, and they're like, "Nah, that's not how it goes, homeboy." Mm, mm, <laughs> Yeah, that's I love that. I love that tinfoil hat theory. Uh, <laughs> <That's> facts. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we would call it facts, but I think I think that I think there are many groups that had an interest in taking. No, JFK no, for out. sure. And I could go through yeah. the list of that. And it's like the four horsemen of people you don't want to piss off. The Federal yeah, Reserve, I, the intelligence agency, the mob and uh, Israel. That's people you don't want to piss off. So that's who came out to where. What you- <laughs> this guy's looking for drones and shit right now. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, but it's not a question. It's not a question of 
can it be uh, rigged? It happens. It's just, it's, this is a known thing in, in political circles. So when people say that there's not either, they're either ignorant or not being honest. Um, but, you know, midterm elections, those votes are predetermined. And if you're not campaigning to get people out to vote who have never voted before, you're not going to win these midterm elections. You're not going to win some of these congressional seats. So I'm, you know, another thing we were talking about on the last episode I mean, how much of any election is at all real? Think about this, man. You have how many people voting in an election? Even, you know, we'll go in, in the, the presidential election. We'll throw the number at 100 million. More than that, but we'll say 100 million. On your local level, what is it? 3 million? 4 million? 5 million? Okay? Right? So now you've got a ticket that has pages of votes, right? And in the last, like, what, 20 years, maybe we've had software that maybe counts, maybe doesn't. So before that, are you telling me a room full of old ladies were able to tabulate every, every fucking race, <laughs> count every race all the way down this multi-layered ticket, and it no. was always done in one day? No. It's not happening. You know, the funny thing about the Dominion voting machines is the parts are made in China and the servers are in Germany. <laughs> yeah, right. And and if you have a uh, coding experience and a screwdriver, it takes about seven minutes to hack one of these machines. That's yeah. coded directly from Jordan Haywood. Yeah, I mean, like, well, that's why we don't do online voting technically because they can get hacked. Well, why can't a fucking machine get hacked? Yeah, they don't want to make it that op- The illusion is everything. But this time, I think they're like, we- fuck the illusion. We just got to figure this whole thing out and get it going. And you know what? I mean, we've been talking on a show, man. They want rioting. That's what they want. Oh, DC yes. had it. DC had it this weekend. No, but they want to eat. And, and oh, dude, crazier than that, of course. I, I know I'm talking about the same thing, over, but it just I can't la- stop laughing at the guy on the bike in the Trump shirt deciding to drive. Right through an Antifa thing like that doesn't, that totally is logical. (laughs) Right? It's like, oh, I'm just going for a bike ride through this Antifa (laughs) with my Trump shirt on. And then old guy gets assaulted. Like, dude. And today, even a Trump guy was like, you know, the only way they're going to stop this Corona stuff is if you guys rise up. Apparently, they're not poking us enough. So oh, yeah. we're not getting crazy enough right now because that's what they want. And you mm. see these conservatives going, we just got to get the military in. I'm like, that's what they want, man. And when you pull that, f- when you, you, you can't put yeah. that cap put back, back in the bag. You, you know what the problem with conservatives is? Uh, they have the same problem black people have. They think that to, the way to do this stuff is through protesting and carrying on. The way that it's done is through lobbyists and attorneys. Same thing with the Bitcoin community. When they talk about, oh, SEC regulations, I always ask them, I said, well, where's your cryptocurrency uh, board of defenders? Where's that? Yeah. Uh, where's your board of attorneys that is going to take all of these things to court and say this is unconstitutional and take yeah. this stuff to the Ninth Ward, take this stuff to the Supreme Court? And get some of these regular the, the the United States system. Like I said, I have no reason to tear it down because it works. You just got to know how to work the system. Yeah, play the system. Our our attorneys are doing what? They're fucking tweeting, 
and grifting. That's what they're doing. You look at some of the best attorneys and conservatives are fucking tweeting when they should be in the courts uh, appealing some of these decisions. You need to start holding some of these attorneys accountable and say, yo, get the fuck off Twitter and, and go build a board of people and start working to stop this vaccination coming down the pike. And and, and um, you know, the, 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 the lockdowns, it's simple as that. You fight you fight in the courts. When you look at what happened with black folks, anything that ever happened alleviating problems in, with black folks, it happened in the courts. Brown versus the Board of Education. I don't agree with it. Roe versus Wade. There's so many precedents set in the Supreme Court. And it's like y'all crying when y'all don't realize is they set in these precedents with attorneys. Where's your board of scientists? Right. You allowed them to ostracize the board of scientists, which they labeled Trump, Trump, um, Trump doctors. Right. Why didn't you guys grab that? Why didn't you guys all raise the awareness around these people, form a board and then take this to court? Where's your attorneys? If I ever had a problem in America, I'm not going to cry about it. You won't see me tweeting about it. I'm going to make a phone call to some attorneys and put together a mean-ass team. O.J. Simpson got off a murder (laughs) trial with a mean-ass attorney. If O.J. Simpson can kill a white woman in America that's supposed to be racist and get away with it, I ain't saying he did it, but if people believe that he did and he got away with it, it got to tell you something about the power of attorneys. Judges have an obligation to uphold the Constitution. And when they don't do that, they set precedents. And that precedence is going to follow them throughout their career. And it's going to set new precedents. So if you just take this stuff and say, hey, look, for example, here in New Jersey, before COVID came down, we were fighting against the Congress, our senators, right? And then what they're trying to do is remove religious exemption from the vaccine before COVID hit. We're talking about 2019, late 2019, early 2020. This is the legislation they were passing so that children had mandatory vaccination, but you could not have religious religious exemption. You know what everybody said when we were doing this? Nothing. They called us anti-vaxxers. COVID hit. They're talking about lockdowns and vaccines. Now everybody's a fucking anti-vaxxer. No, whether you agree with somebody or not, you have to support them if something has happened that is unconstitutional. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. I mean, that's my whole thing with Trump. I go, listen, man, I know you hate him, but you got to understand. It's like I defended Bernie Sanders when Hillary rigged the primary. He's a, he's a socialist. I defend Trump, and he's a capitalist. That's the spectrum right there. I know we go a little farther into, and I want to get into communism, socialism, capitalism, but I defended Al Gore, even though we later on find out he's a puppet of the whole thing. Bernie is, and we may find out Trump is too down the line. I'm not against that. But like the people showing up to those rallies, that is democracy. Those 30,000, that is people engaged in the process, and they've spoken who they want. They have the right to win if that's who they want. And they're yeah. trying to buck break us, man. They're trying to buck break us and trying to hurt our feet, trying to give up, make our spirit feel that we have no say. And they did mm. to the DNC, and they're trying to do it to the RNC right now. So you bring mm. up lawyers, and is there a party view that might believe that most movements – are a controlled opposition. We've seen it with the hippie movement, how all those bands were CIA. There's a good chance a lot of... Uh, they gave them LSD. Uh, gang-banging, uh, hip-hop 
uh, controlled opposition, you know, all of a sudden, like, all these spiritual rap group, hip-hop groups couldn't get radio time, all of a sudden, it's everything's, you know, uh, um, NWA, DMX, you know, uh, everything, you know, it's just like, then you saw it in rock, too, all these great rock bands, couldn't get any airtime because everything was grunge and they were about depression and they were doing heroin. And it's just like this can you, it's just so crazy. So mm. it's like, why isn't anybody rising up? Or is mm. there always just a kind of uh, invisible hand in a lot of these, these uh, movements? It's, it's, it's levels, right? So what happens is it doesn't even have to get to the hidden hand at the top. You got so many opportunists, which we call grifters, that will hop in on a movement and commandeer it for their own benefit and do the work of the hidden hand. And the hidden hand ain't got to do nothing. Matter of fact, the hidden hand finances some of these people. They finance these blue check fools that come in and grift off of movements and lead people down a path of emotionalism. We're seeing it now with uh, the Trump election. The grifters come in and... They're not saying the things I said. Yo, um, donate to the attorneys. Let's form a board. They're saying donate to my organization. Mm-hmm. Your organization ain't going to do shit for Trump. Yeah. Right? And you have all these people donating and say, hey, you know, I love Project Veritas. But they use this whole thing to raise money. I got the email. It said, oh, my God, we got to help Trump donate three bucks. It's like, bro, you ain't going to do shit for Trump, bro. We need to know who we're giving our money to. But these grifters, man, they, they're, they're, the, they're the big problem. The hidden hand's going to do what they do. But the hidden hand operates through the uh, what Yuri Besimov calls um, uh, uh, intellectual idiots, I believe Useful it's called. Useful idiots? Useful idiots, yeah. The intellectual class is used by the hidden hand. And we keep falling for these fools. We keep falling for these grifters. But sometimes the grifters will do it without the hidden hand, man. They'll derail the movement real quick, fast, and in a hurry. And the thing is, a lot of the times, they're ignorant themselves, like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter started by a bunch of young girls. You don't know nothing when you're 20-something years old. Yeah. You very, very few people <laughs> understand this world when you're 20, 20 years old. I just turned 40, and I'm just now realizing how much I don't understand about the world. And I'm looking at all these kids running around, and I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on out here. <laughs> and then you right? got these people wanting to make 16-year-olds vote. I'm like, what are you – I mean, that 16? I didn't know anything. Anything. I knew nothing because I'd lived no life. I got a job at KFC, and that was the most world experience I understood. And KFC is not life. We should say, too, that term <laughs> useful idiots was coined by the communists in Russia. I mean, the people who were manipulating. It wasn't like people on the outside said, oh, those are useful idiots. Yeah. These were actually the people term. doing the manipulating. That's the term they chose. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, it just don't get it. And They're so cynical, man. What you have here is what he calls grifters, opportunists, and then you have people who, like, they just they just have no hope. And you know what it is, man? It's also a bunch of cool kids talking to a bunch of people with no hope, and these people are like, oh, I'm finally being accepted by these cool kids, and they don't realize they're being completely used. Yes. Yes. And I look, I feel bad for conservatives because I'd be sitting back watching them like, damn, y'all getting used and abused out here. <laughs> look at, look at, like, look at your leadership and look at how they're leading you. And, and 
I got some some ways I have to thank them because when people come to hotels been told you on Thursdays, they be like, yo, how come I never saw this perspective before? And you slowly see people like, yo, I ain't fucking with this conservative shit no more because none of the grifters are talking about what we talking about. It's like providing people that third option. But I feel bad for conservatives. It's like the Pied Piper just leading the lemons right into the river, man. It's, it's always back to the same thing, dude. And you brought this up. It's like the problem real in this country is that there is no accountability for treason. Yes. There's no accountability for stealing. And there's no accountability for hypocrisy. Let's talk about health care. When you ask a black person why they vote for Joe Biden and then you add the caveat and say you can't mention Trump, the first thing they're going to say is health care. All right, let's talk health care. Oregon just said drugs are legal. I agree. Drugs should be legal. Yes. With with the 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 revision of removing the socialist idea of health care for all. Because when these people end up on the street with addictions and they end up in a hospital, I got to pay for it. Now, if you want to have a drug addiction, you shouldn't go to jail for it. But I also shouldn't be responsible for paying your medical bills. Also, there shouldn't be open borders. Was everyone just going to fucking walk in and we're just going to pay for the health care? Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Try to go to try, try to take your ass to another country and watch what they do to you. Well, you know, and it's also like. You know, it's like Canada. Every I talk Canada, they're always like, "It's not as good as you think it is." I'm like, "I get it, man." And I had a conversation with a guy. He went to jail. I mean, went to jail, went to the hospital to pay six hundred dollars for something for and, and, and super high taxes. You know, what we really need to do get rid of the prison industrial complex and and get real free market health care. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah, doesn't it, exist. It doesn't it exist. Doesn't exist. And that is the that is the pharmaceutical companies that own everything, and they will not negotiate against themselves. And I don't yep. want the government in there, but man, where is my ninety nine cent fucking healthcare? I mean, I can get. I say it's hamburgers. Hamburgers. Cell phones are a great example, man. I can get a phone with free data and everything on here. For a fucking twenty bucks a month, there is a there's a fucking phone out there with that. Oh. But I can mm-hmm. also do the fucking Verizon mm-hmm. one because I like that they have more towers and they have more things. But there's a, there's options. Do you guys think healthcare though, as it is now, uh, in the form of the Affordable Care Act, is ever going to go away now? Because to me now, it's embedded. It's like Medicare, it, and and that once people get something like that, that that it, they perceive as a free sort of benefit or as a discounted benefit, it just never goes away. The problem, the problem with socialism is, in order to maintain socialism, you need more socialism. Yeah. So they, yeah. they 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 take something like free market capitalism, they break it with socialism, and to correct the mistakes of socialism, they create a whole new program, and they can keep creating these programs until you have full-blown communism and we're all in gulags. So no, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to get worse. We cannot control prices. When you hear, you know, Black Lives Matter started by black lesbian females and they're Marxists, what are your thoughts on that? Because we've discussed Um, that here on the show about what communism ends up really looking like. Yeah, this is really great book. I want to say his name is um, Manning Johnson, I want to say, um, black guy. And he, he details how the communists um, used the black movement. 
Here it is right here. Manning Johnson. And the name of the book is Color, Communism and Common Sense. And it's a very quick read. I mean, you can read it in a day, you know, in a, in a couple of in an hour, maybe a couple of hours, depending on how fast you read. Well, uh, really? My reading, it better be a coloring book if it's going to be a day. <laughs> Do you have it in Spanish? <laughs> Do you have a Spanish? It's a, real, it's a real short read. I mean, it's like super skinny, man. You know, it's like a comic book size thing. And he, he details how they use uh, black problems. But when I see Black Lives Matter, first of all, we have to understand is when Black Lives Matter first hit the scene, the media was not giving it favorable coverage. It either blackballed it, act like they didn't exist, or they lambasted them. They met with vitriol. When Trump came into the picture, they said, oh, wait, we can use these niggas. <laughs> then it flipped. And then it became favorable. Now you see Black Lives Matter turn around and say, we want a meeting with Joe Biden. And the media didn't cover it. It's covered by like maybe two or three outlets. And the mainstream media is like, oh, we don't. We, and that's what I say. When y'all elected Joe Biden, you basically made Black Lives Matter irrelevant. So you're, you, you screwed yourself. I'm happy because I'm glad to see it go. But you screwed yourself. You see, under Trump, at least everybody was just mad and angry. So you cared about black people for half a second and you never cared about black people. And I'm talking about black people and black people didn't care about black people until Trump became president. At least as a whole on, online, these online people, I should say online cause it's different offline. There's much black love offline online. These blue check liberal paper on the wall. Negroes didn't think about black people until Trump came around. When Trump came around, now all of a sudden they became pro-black, out the blue. All of a sudden they found their their blackness, and they go to black colleges to find their blackness. That's why you got to do the fake black Sean King running around. <laughs> As a black man, what do you think of that? I mean, it's it's so weird how people are like, yeah, totally. Sean King is the the most. He, he, he is everything that's wrong with black community. The fact that he won a BT award says so much about the level of our consciousness online. Because if the people offline knew what was going on, oh, it would be hell. It would be hell. If the streets found out how these black liberals was operating, it'd be hell. We got to remember that only 1% of the black community is online. As far as on Twitter and in these conversations, Right. Obviously, everybody's online, but they're not in these conversations. The, 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 the small sliver of black folks that control the conversation are disgusting. And uh, to have a space for Sean King is, is, is just absolutely ludicrous. Absolutely. He can't prove he's black and he won't prove he's black and he won't even take a DNA test. And they asked him this to, to they asked him on a podcast and said, are you black? And he dipped and dodged and danced around the question. He said, oh, yeah, I got I got asked that back in the day. Answer the question, Sean, are you black? Because your birth certificates say white. Your baby pictures say you white and your family say you white. And here he is. You know, I was tipped off to him very early, very, very, very early. 2015, 2014. I was like, yo, this dude's a fraud. I could just tell by the way he was operating because I'm in marketing. I know when somebody's real, somebody's not. My superpower is reading human behavior. Yeah. and, and, I'm, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, this dude's a fraud. And they're like, oh, you're hating because he's more popular than you. I'm like, popular? What are you talking about? No, he's a fraud. He's using black bodies, dead, cold in the street to grift. Then when you go look at his track record, it's like money missing. 
Then you go look at his track record with the people he's worked with, and they're talking about how he be mismanaging funds, firing people when they expose him. And he still has space in the black community. They still give him space. How? This is everything that's wrong. That's why I wash my hands with him. That's why I don't even talk about black issues online. Y'all screwing yourself. I'm going to be over here with the white conservatives doing my thing. Y'all go over there and y'all screw yourselves. And I'm going to laugh. I'm going to sit over here with the white conservatives and I'm going to laugh. And when the white conservatives screw up, I'm going to laugh at them, but I'm going to be still standing next to them. You black liberals <laughs> over there, I'm not standing nowhere near you because you guys are closer to the enemy than I am. And they think I'm closer to the enemy because I'm standing next to white conservatives. No, they are closest to the enemy. And then you, you hear him bring up Malcolm X. How dare you invoke the name Malcolm X? Malcolm X said the black woman is the most attacked woman in the, in, the, in, in, in the world, the most unprotected woman in the world. Yeah, he said that right after he said, who taught you to hate yourself? The very same speech, he said, who taught you to hate yourself? And these black people are hating on hoteps and hating on black people who don't think like them, hating on black conservatives. And you know what Malcolm X said? Malcolm X said, the, black, the white liberal is more dangerous than a white conservative. How dare you invoke the name Malcolm X and not acknowledge what he told you about that, that yeah. devil, the white liberal? Nobody's easier to manipulate and use uh, than a dead person. You know what I mean? You can just twist their words to say whatever you want. You know? yeah. yeah. You see it all the time. Yeah. 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 I totally agree, man. Especially it's, the liberals. It's the liberals are the so worst. crazy how pe- the mental gymnastics people have to do to accept this reality that they live in. And, you know, and Sean King is 100 uh, percent, you know, a social media construct do you guys think yeah. he's he's cynically doing this like he knows he doesn't really believe a lot of it yeah yes yeah okay dude you know yes. what he believes in that fucking check that's what i think yeah, yeah. oh yeah that check that check is nice i bet she gets he's, a ton of ass you know he's a, yo he's a professional grifter bro so we're going through a lot of uh censorship right now you're into tech uh, what, uh, are you working on anything to deal with this or to counter this or what are your whole thoughts on all that? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really concerned with combating tech companies and all of that. Um, I understand when the writing is on the wall, and I just go left. When everybody goes right, I go left. Or when everybody goes left, I go right. And everybody's going left right now, so I'm going right. I build um, AI. Um, we do uh, 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 analytics camera vision analytics. Um, we're building our deep fakes. Um, I'm in crypto and um, we deal in content creation as well with the Jifatize app. We, we empower content creators. I'm not really interested. Like I said before, I'm not interested in fighting these tech companies with tech. That's a, that's a, that's a attorney battle. That's an attorney's battle. They doing something stupid. I right, take that shit to the courts. Everybody's like, Oh, we're going to create our own free speech platform. Fuck out of here with that free speech platform shit. All y'all gonna do is is exactly what they want you to do. That's exactly what they want you off their platforms so you can't tinfoil hat the people in the middle. They cordon you off. You you are you are you are literally like allowing them to quarantine you. I had a talk with one of these companies the other day and they asked me to come over. And I said, if you don't pay me 10K or give me or put me on a cap table, I'm not budging. 
And she's like, oh, but you can make money on this platform. People will donate to you. And I'm like, they can donate directly to me. And I don't even like that whole donation shit. That's a big grift. I'm going to gate my content so people could pay for it. Like, I could do that on my own. Like, I'm in tech. I can just build my own website. And, and they didn't want to do that, right? So, like, cool. But if these companies ain't adding me to the cap table, if I'm not on the board, I'm not budging. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Know your and, worth, man. Know your worth. Yeah. You know, so I'm not interested in creating any tech or free speech platform. I'm interested in just using dog whistles on their platforms. I uh, I have gotten two strikes during the purge. <laughs> they taken my channel down because of a Blue Chew ad, even though half the podcast on YouTube were doing Blue Chew reads at that time. So they took it down. Joe Rogan, Andrew uh, Schultz were nice enough to go to bat for me. They put it back during the recent purge. They gave me two strikes. Didn't they gave me the reason, but they didn't give me the example. So I got two strikes on me. So I I've decided to, and my strikes come down in January. I decided to take it to not put my videos out on there for right now until my two strikes go down because I don't want to lose my channel. What are your thoughts on that? What I say is if you have something that is going to be example, like when I say I believe in um, free market capitalism, I believe in that through and through. I believe that these tech companies have every right to ban somebody for whatever they say, no matter what it is. If they want to act like that, cool. It's their platform to say, oh, dirty Trump legislate against this. It's kind of whack. You asking for more communism. I'm not I'm not interested in that. What I say is use their platforms like 4chan. 4chan was was trolling the shit out of white liberals through the whole 2016 election. Dude, they were creating news and it had the news media making fools out of themselves, right? So I'm, I'm not interested in, in that. But what I say is if you have something like that, if you have something that you don't think these platforms are, are going to allow you to say, you need to have another outlet to put that out under, right? Yeah. And that's what and that's what I say. All right, fine. You want to go to the free speech platforms and use them for that? Then fine. Do that. But I believe the real fight is on their platforms using coded language and and working behind enemy lines. Whenever you look at Art of War, it's all about infiltrating. Right? It's all about infiltrating and defeating your enemy without firing a shot. I I I I run I run circles around liberals on their own platform, and 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 the things that they don't want us to talk about aren't necessary to talk about. You really just bitching at that point when you start complaining about all this shit. You just acting like a little bitch when you start complaining. <laughs> oh my god, you know this and that, and then I'm not interested in bitching about what's going on out here. I might highlight some shit every now and then, but I'm not going to be constantly bitching about some shit. I'm too busy building tech companies. But as far as free speech go, you tell me, I'm going to give you some examples of violation of free speech. And you tell me where there's any hope of free speech in this country. We got the sedition act of 1798, the Comstock laws of 1873. We got Moses Harmon got arrested in 1886. Um, for for using the mail system uh, to pass around uh, stories of a woman who was raped. The Fairness Doctrine. Go look at FCC versus Pacifica Foundation. Let me go ahead and cite my source. This wonderful book by Michael Malice, The New Right, Chapter 8. He lists all this stuff. So when people start talking about free speech and we looking back to 
1786, you tell me how there's any hope of free speech when your own government said you don't have free speech in 1798. They told you under the Sedition Act, if you speak against the government or conscription, we're going to arrest your ass, put you in the gulags. And then people say, oh, our founding fathers. Your founding fathers give a fuck about you. Okay? <laughs> your founding fathers give two fucks about you. They were affluent elites. That's what they were, bro. And uh, Hamilton, elite. George Washington, elite. When it was down there, when white folks was down there, uh, Bacon's Rebellion, which was ran by an elite when we were talking about these hidden hands. Yeah, white folks was upset with the way the government was running things. There's a whole bunch of rebellions in America I'm not going to list right now. But when we look through history, that's why I'm like, I study history, so I know where we're going. So I said the writing's on the wall. If they've always been clamping down on free speech, eventually we're going to get to the point of no free speech. So how do you stop this? I'm going to tell you how. It comes down to one five-letter word. It's called power. And motherfuckers don't know how to build power. If you build your power, you got to remember the people that run the world is the bitches that you was beating up in high school. And that's why they pissed right now. Right? The little punks you was beating up on in high school is mad. You was cool then. They're cool now. They run shit. So you're going to let a bunch of bitch-ass geeks from yep. high school yep. run your world? Yeah. These motherfuckers are scared of us. Yeah. So when I see people online bitching and crying, I'm like, you bitching and crying about some little punk bitches from high school? Man, if you don't shut the fuck up, pick up your musket, get on your horse, and take your country back, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, dude. The cool yeah. kids, dude. And they fear us, and that's why they got us fighting with us, fighting that's with each other. That's why they got us fighting each other, yes. Because Divide they are afraid of us. And if, yeah. you know, we keep going, dude, it's so easy to point to someone on your level or point to someone down, which is fucking hilarious because the left is always about fucking punching up and punching down. Why don't you punch up except for when it becomes political because they're always above you and their dad and their grandpa are the ones who created this system that mm -hmm. fucking you are having to deal with right now. Mm -hmm. And you it's just like the Unabomber said, man. It's just these rich kids, and you can bring it to the, 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 the founding fathers. Rich kids, okay, are the biggest threat to humanity. Mm. Because the, the idealism is not fucked out of them by life. Correct. Right? So that's why we're always like, oh, we don't want 16-year-olds voting. We don't want 18. Most people would rather you vote at 25 or even 30 because life, idealism has been fucked out of you. And you know how the world works. And you can make rational decisions. You're not yeah. voting on idealism that doesn't work when another person has a say in it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, that does not mean that we can't change the system here, man. But we got this; these people. We got billionaires paying millionaires to mm -hmm. convince middle class that poor people are the problem. And that's what we're doing right now. You, you know what? You got about 10 years left to save the country. According to my calculations, you have about 10 years to save the country. And I'm going to tell you why I'm trying to find an article now, but I'll, I'll start with this. We all know the movie Terminator, right? Yep. And, okay. So a robot army 
of about 30,000 was proposed by General Sir Nick Carter out of Great Britain. This was on Sky News, November 9th. Oh, Jesus. So remember I told you about these these geeks from high school, these pussies, right? (laughs) We have to understand that the military has shown massive loyalty to, to President Trump. They're going to show massive loyalty to the people. And the people in power understand that humans are flawed and they know that the military's not going to impose its will on us. At some point, they're going to have a conscience and say, you know what, we're fighting with the people. You look at all the, 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 the guys that are training out in Arizona. They're all ex-military. I had a dude tell me a story. He was out in um, Arizona camping one night and some dude told him, don't move. Put your weapon away. Put it to the side. Put it to the side. He said when he turned around, 30 dudes popped up out of nowhere out the bushes. He said, look, we're just on exercise. We're going to be on our way now. Just wanted to make sure you wasn't a threat. You out here with your wife. Cool. They training right now. And their kids is in the military training. So they know that they're training an armed rebellion. So what do they have to do? They're going to have to create a robot army. You got 10 years to, to take back your country before that robot army come. And when that robot army come, I don't know if you're going to win that fight. You're going to need some, you're going to need some computer programmers and some geeks, which is why I'm in AI, which is why I'm doing deep fakes. Cause eventually see people, when they see me doing like facial recognition and deep fakes, they're like, Oh, you're doing big brother. I'm like, in many ways I am in the same boat as big brother. But the funny thing is technology sometimes got to be combated with technology. So when I'm when we're operating in this world with digital faces and I'm creating deep fakes and allowing you to cloak yourself from the machines, you're going to thank me later. Dude, that's the shit, <laughs> that's man. Dope. Right? That's a movie when, right there. When 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 you're up against the machines, but our company Wazo has created drone devices that operate off of recognition, you're going to thank me because it wasn't connected to the cloud because all of our devices operate locally. So there's no way Amazon can turn your machine off. You're going to thank me for that. When Kaba Kamene gets his solar power program off the ground, you're going to thank him for providing power for when they turn your ass off of the grid. Yep. So Hotep's, not only we we build a solar energy and working with solar energy, and I ain't talking solar powers, that's ancient technology. We ain't talking (laughs) solar panels. We talk about using mirrors and all types of other shit. And I'm using the same technology against them. You're going to be like, yo, can I get one of them combat drones? Yeah, I got you. No doubt. It's going to take us about a month to build one, but we're going to get 10 for you. You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. I'm preparing for Skynet. Because I don't think these pussies is going to step up within the next 10 years to combat Skynet. So when our programmers know how Skynet works and you need a hacker to hack Skynet, you're going to be coming to Hotep Jesus. All I got to say to the elites right now is I've watched the Terminator a thousand times. Haven't once seen a Rothschild in it. There is no elites when the robots come. So these fucking geeks are going to build these robots and these robots are going to turn around and fuck them up just like everyone did in high school, okay? I wish I could go back in time and get Bill Gates laid so he'd get rid of that fucking sweater and not hate humanity. Johnny, you had something no, to say? No, I was saying, do you think we can fit a robot in the closet? <laughs> yeah, Dude, robot in the closet. Let's be ready. We, we got to be ready dog? to go. Uh, Johnny, do you have something to say? No. Okay. No. <laughs> we got we got we got 3D printers 
You know what I mean? And and with the 3D printers, we yeah, can print guns. guns. Yeah. I would you say the saying? thing the thing you mentioned about Amazon is so true. I mean, everything relies on Amazon cloud services, AWS. I mean, if that goes down, the whole world is fucked. I mean, you'll just see every website that you like disappear from the internet. <laughs> it happened on a smaller version the other day when uh, <clears throat> Apple's cloud services went down because so many people were downloading Big Sur, the uh, OS update, the Mac OS update. That okay. people, just people all over the world, couldn't get couldn't get logged into their computers, and that was why, just because this one cloud service went down for a couple hours. So, See? and Amazon is infinitely bigger than that, dude. Like, so many, every website. Oh yeah, dude, on. they're about to buy CNN, which is interesting because I don't know how you could flip that. I don't think people want to look at CNN, but maybe he's got so much money, he's like, fuck it, we'll just. They're they're buying it just for power. Like I said, yeah. You know, these people don't operate. They understand the biggest currency in this world ain't money; it's power. Yeah. YouTube, look at YouTube. They don't care about money. Nope. How much money have they lost? On yeah, the they, they, they don't give totally a fuck right. about money. They don't care. I mean, when you lose eighty billion dollars and you don't change your policies, you are no longer a business. You are a branch of of. The deep state, in my humble yeah. opinion. I want uh, we got to wrap it up here because I had you long enough. But I want to get into what is like. So we just did a uh, a Bitcoin episode with uh, Max Kelser, and um, it was great, and I loved it. I always love talking to him, and it makes me excited to have Bitcoin. Um, but there's always people like there is a I call him uh, uh, Black Pill Cool Guy, right? Black Pill Cool Guy is. You know, Bitcoin is a banker's thing, and it's 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 getting everybody into one world, uh, one world uh, monetary units. What are your thoughts on that? Correct. Damn. Facts. Damn. That is facts. The 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 Bitcoin algorithm is called SHA two five six, I believe, and it was written by the NSA. The creator of Bitcoin is MIA. His name is Satoshi Nakamoto. And nobody knows who he is. And they got some white dude came out the closet, tried to say he was him. And he still can't prove he's him because he's a goddamn liar. Nobody knows who created Bitcoin. It just came out of nowhere. And the algorithm was created by the NSA. I don't trust it, but shit. But here's one thing I do know. And here's one thing I understand is investing. I understand investing very well. I invest in the stock market. And I invest in Bitcoin. I have a Bitcoin company. And I'm very honest about Bitcoin. Now, I think there are great things that cryptocurrency provides. Right? And the things that cryptocurrency provides are literally being hindered by the SEC. And that's why I'm talking about the attorney board. So everybody's talking about, oh, crypto, crypto, crypto. Yeah, you happy about this shit, but you can't do shit in America with crypto, stupid. I know people right now sitting on Six hundred thousand dollars in cash, and because they got it off of a Bitcoin business, they can't deposit it into a bank. The bank won't take it. It's like weed, right? Correct. Raw cash. We're talking about like y'all want to open up a business account. Okay, what kind of business are you in? Uh, Bitcoin ATMs. No, thank you. Take your money elsewhere. They went to fifteen different banks, and not a bank will take their money. Now they got you know they got to put it in somebody's like you know security warehouse to store this money, right? High security warehouse to store cash, right? And they can't even put it in the bank. Oh, and then so get which means you can't flip it to digital, right? And so, then wait to so, get pulled over with it. Wait when you get pulled over with it, what happens? They think you stole it. You, they think you're selling drugs because you can't prove it. So either way, right. they're gonna, the, the government ends up keeping that shit. Uh, yeah. Right. 
So, so my thing is, I have another child on the way. Congrats. And the last thing, the last thing I'm going to do is tell my child I didn't invest in Bitcoin because I believe in some stupid conspiracy theory. So she got to go work for somebody. My children are not going to work for nobody else. My children will all be entrepreneurs. And before they work for any, the only way they'll work for somebody else is if I make them to get some real life experience to remove that idealism you're talking about out of them. Yeah. Like, hey, go take this job at KFC and see how nice life is. Then you can come work for <laughs> Everybody right? should work at Denny's for two years. Yes, I, I totally agree with that. To understand how good you could really have it and how bad life could suck. So I'm, I'm thinking about actually making my kids do that. But outside of like, you know, the real big career, you know, I mean, the real small career, I, I, I look at it as the writing's on the wall. This thing is going to be big. How the fuck? I'm not going to cash in. If we know when people say, oh, bankers run this, I'm like, so you ain't going to get none if you know they running this shit. <laughs> You're just going to let these numbers just run up to 100,000 and and they get rich. For example, sharks. When sharks feed, I don't know what they call, but they got these little fish that hang around next to them and they eat off of whatever the shark leaves left over. And the shark doesn't bother them because they're too small. That's what I am. The sharks swim through the water hunting and I'm just nibbling off the the debris, <laughs> right? In the stock market and with Bitcoin. So if I know the the sharks are going to do something, I don't complain about the shark. I just swim along like, "All right, motherfucker, what you going what you got? What you going <laughs> to feed me tonight?" <laughs> and then I eat. I eat real well. And and I think if more people acted like that, the sharks would have to find a new game. <laughs> Now, do you think uh, Bitcoin's it? We have Max. He's like, it's the only one that's stable. The rest of them are up and down. I had a buddy of mine. Buy like, he's like, uh, dude, I own like 700, 700 of this Bitcoin. I like, How much you pay for it? He's like 20 bucks. I go, okay, that's probably reason. But I own uh, Monero. Monero. Uh, my friend told me it's the most uh, decentralized of all of the um, digital currency. Any thoughts on what will happen with that? Well, when people say decentralized, I don't know a single cryptocurrency that is decentralized. I can't name one. Every cryptocurrency has a board of directors. Every cryptocurrency has somebody pushing the buttons behind it. We saw it with Bitcoin and the split with Bitcoin Cash when Roger Ver left Blockstream and the whole Blockstream debacle, right? Because it's one set of communists controlling it, and when you don't agree, they go their own way. So when they say centralized, like, what do you even mean by that, right? So I need people to explain to me how things are decentralized. I like Monero. I think the technology is great. I think Ethereum is great. I think I love diversification of the coins, which is why I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. Is Bitcoin king? Yes, BTC is king. But BCH is dope because you can actually do transactions with BCH, right? It's fast and it it's cheap. take two hours you know? to send something. Right, exactly. You know, Bitcoin, you know, BTC really uh, is more of a store of and the other one is a method of exchange or a means of exchange, right? So I think they could both exist. Um, I'm heavily invested in in this stuff, you know, but um, I like them all, you know. I think, of course, there's scam coins, but, you know, I love the diversification of the coin. I love diversifying my portfolio. I think it's great, and I think it's more about the technology and, and, and the community behind each coin as opposed to the value. I think the value... Because people value these things in dollars. And I'm like, yo, y'all fucking up right there. Y'all just told me this thing is supposed to combat the dollar, yet you value your shit in the dollar. 
<laughs> um, I asked this the other day to uh, Max. Max. He kind of denied this idea that China is is the source of most of the Bitcoin mining right now, and they absolutely are. And I'm, I'm just wondering, 60% of the mining power. Yeah, I know. And he was saying that that wasn't true, and they he were kind of Texas. moving to the United States, to Texas. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure they are a little, but it's, I mean, it's still just a matter. Does that concern you, is, is my question? No. No, no? It's, okay. it's not a concern at all. Um, the, see, the thing with mining is when people say 60% of the mining power is in China, it, it really doesn't mean anything because let's say China just shut down, all it's going to do is increase the block rewards for the rest of the miners, and it's going to incentivize other people to get into mining, and it's going to make mining profitable again. So I kind of hope China just drops out, because I'm like, oh, shit, I might start mining now. You know, right now, it's like, you know, how much are you really making off mining, right? You need a whole farm. But if China dropped out, you might do well with a couple of AMD chips. You know what I mean? But it's the fact that China has all of it that is not as profitable because there's so many goddamn miners. You know what I, I mean? I just worry so, that I read that the government, the Chinese government, is actually sponsoring a lot of these operations, and they're the ones harvesting many of the coins, which you know is just going to lead to them uh, with more power yeah. than they have now. And that, to me, is a little bit of a concern. But I don't well, know. I think that's that's the genius of China: the yeah, fact that yeah. they have this mixed communist capitalist society, like wait, we should just let people innovate and then get behind their greatest innovations, right? So if people are like mining, it's like, okay, good job. You created this mining farm. Well, we're going to come in. We're going to take a piece of this, but we're also going to make you the biggest mining farm out here. Here's some bread, right? Yep. Like they did Yao Ming and made him fight net, uh, play in the NBA, right? <laughs> or like Huawei. Huawei's one of the, one of the best, and they, we won't let it in the States. Yeah, right. So, you know, China's looking out for China. And I, and I have, have United States looked out for United States, we wouldn't have a lot of these problems. So I commend <laughs> China for that. By the way, PayPal's um, in the game now, the uh, Bitcoin yeah. game. I got that email the what other day. What does that mean? They're trying to, I mean, they're going to be they, like the next Coinbase, basically. You, you can, can buy use, Bitcoin, buy, oh, sell Bitcoin, trade okay. it there. Yeah. We're living in yeah. crazy times. It's Wild West out of that shit, man. I got my coins. Holding on to it. <laughs> Holding on to it. Uh, I think I think I think you're a straight up boomer if you don't hold some some Bitcoin. Do you own Bitcoin? Not a whole Bitcoin. If you, but I got if you Bitcoin. don't own Bitcoin, you're a fucking fool. You're a boomer. You're just being ignorant it's like you must want to work for somebody else the rest of your life i hold on to it because if, 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 if you if you're if you are a true tinfoil hat and and you believe this shit is a conspiracy then you should know how big bitcoin is going to be and you're going to be on the outside when a dollar crashes and you're gonna be like i knew the dollar was gonna crash somebody pass me some bitcoin please oh, yeah. when you're broke as shit yeah. So, so whoever doesn't believe I have Bitcoin, I'll leave my wallet in case you want to give me some more Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we'll wrap it up here. Final question. Who wins this election? Uh, good question. I don't know. I, I, uh, I mean, it's a shot in the dark for, for Trump. You know, he needs, he needs the case to go to Supreme court. Supreme court would have to do something completely unprecedented which is probably not likely to happen. But the funny thing is uh, Clarence Thomas got a bone to pick with, uh, uh-huh. with Joe Biden. Yeah. So if it goes to the Supreme Court and Joe Biden sitting in front of, you know, Clarence Thomas, he might be like, yeah, remember when you called me a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, um, but I think, I, honestly, I think, I think the, the best move is to, 
uh, let Biden win this term yep. and have Trump run win to come back in 2024 because MAGA is going to be 20 times stronger than. Oh, they had they would. They'd... He's going to be old though, man. I mean, we're starting to enter that age where it's like. Yeah, but I mean, Trump doesn't even sleep. Like, the dude's God, yo. He's a fucking <laughs> machine, bro. He goes to sleep for four hours and wakes up, drinks a Coke, and he's back tweeting again. Gets the Trump COVID for two no days. Gets the COVID for two days. With me and yeah, him. Yeah, he beats the COVID. Yeah, like, Trump's a machine, <laughs> That's bro. That's a fine-ass wife. And, and, and yeah, and, and the other thing is when you're rich, you know, like like go look at how some of these Rothschilds, they be like 100 years old. When you're rich, all you need is a blood transfusion. You just keep it pumping, bro. Words some call it blood transfer, some call it drenicomb. Hotep Jesus came, saw, <laughs> kicked a whole lot of ass. I hope you enjoyed being on the show because we were honored to have you on. And you're welcome anytime you got anything you want to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll put the links to you uh, to the show. I just want to say thanks for coming on. It was a wonderful conversation. And uh, we really do appreciate you, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Awesome show. Good, good time. All right. We'll do it again soon. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, Swarm. We love you very much. I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, man, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hacking, foil hacking.